Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome one, welcome all. It is Tuesday, April 25th, the perfect date, 2023. Uh, it is 7.03 p.m. Central Standard Time, which means we are live on both the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel and now the Blog on the Boys Twitch page for this week's BTB Roundtable. You can watch along live, you can watch along at your own convenience, or you can listen after the fact on the Blog on the Boys Podcast Network. My name is RJ Ochoa. I am joined by three other horsemen tonight going in, I guess, clockwise order. We'll start all the way up. In the Northeast, it is Brandon Clements. His Twitter handle is Icebreaker21. Uh, Brandon, have you ever broken any literal physical ice? Is that like your thing? Uh, like you get a big chunk, you know, and you get the, the pick? Is that your thing? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, there's a long story behind that. You have to go back to the, an old uh, writer's block with, with Jess and the other Brandon to, to get the full scoop. But, yes, in, in upstate New York, we've broken a few uh, ice cubes and big chunks of ice over the years. So, yes, absolutely. Shaved ice is the best, um, and I don't care what anybody says. That is um, the correct opinion. Uh, Tony Catalina is here with us, the bottom right quadrant. That makes you the Florida man uh, on this particular episode, Tony. Have you ever been to Florida, and uh, if so, how was it? I have, and I'm actually going back to Fort Lauderdale in a couple weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, okay, Wait, where are you going to be staying? Drop the address in the comments, and everyone can, um, you know, go dox yeah. you or whatever you want. So yeah, I probably um, probably won't do that, but I'll be on a beach somewhere. <laughs> um, okay, uh, with us in our southwestern quadrant, um, so maybe like a southwest chicken salad is what he had for dinner. Uh, great friend of mine, one of the true OGs, one of the people who helped build Blog and the Boys into the empire that it has become. It is Joey Ikes. Joey, thank you so much for joining the roundtable for the first time. Thank you, RJ. You're always far too kind, but I'm excited to be here for sure. Um, well, it's going to be a fun evening. It is Tuesday, April 25th, like I mentioned, uh, which means two days from now is the 2023 NFL draft. And guys, I came up with an idea. All right, Nobody does this. What I want to do is I want to pretend that we're the Dallas Cowboys. And I want to pretend and go through the draft and we can like have the other teams get players and then we'll draft players and pretend that that's the moment where we have to kind of pick. Um, we'll put ourselves in the Cowboys shoes. I'm thinking about calling it like close your eyes and pretend exercise. What do you think, Tony? I like it. You're, you're always good with the names and stuff. So there we go. Um, I think Joey, you're onto something, you're never... RJ. You should yeah, build yeah, a whole yeah. industry. Uh, Joey, it is your first round table. Um, so you should know there are points. Um, I guess that makes me Drew Carey. Um, I don't know which one of you is Ryan. Uh, which one of you is Wayne Brady and Colin, I guess, would be the other um, one. So that's an interesting foursome that I never thought I would compare um, us to. Uh, but either way, uh, the points do matter here, unlike on whose line. And they do come from the audience as well, Joseph. Kevin has awarded Tony five points, said he did the only sane mock draft on Blog of the Boys this offseason. Kevin is referring to the mock Tony that you and the other Brandon, Brandon Laurie, dropped here on the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel. This past Sunday, you guys took Michael Mayer in the first, not Michael Mayer, excuse me, Miles Murphy in the first round. That was a bit of a deviation. Not a lot of people going that way for the Cowboys. So do you feel like collectively we can build on the people will like even more? 
I think so. I think we got a good panel here. I think we're going to be able to uh, set the blueprint for the Cowboys here. Brandon, how do you feel about the fact that Tony already has five points and that you and Joey don't have any? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but we'll, we'll catch up. Don't worry, Joey. It's gonna, it'll be fun. We're going to catch up to him pretty quick. Um, I just last haven't thing done any kinda... mock drafts at Blogging the Boys yet. That's true. Although you did do a mock with Connor. Uh, everyone can hear Joey every Wednesday on Talking the Draft. That's only a podcast. Um, to be fair, Tony had the advantage of it being, a, a, I wouldn't say a physical, but a visual uh, mock as well. Uh, Joey, it is your first roundtable, so you're the new one. So we have to throw a bunch of tomatoes and eggs at you. Um, I joked about it, but just so everybody is clear, Joey is literally one of the oldest people in BTBH. Um, that is uh, around the <laughs> digital water cooler, so to speak. Uh, this week, uh, Joey's going to be writing an article for the first time since, uh, I don't know, uh, before, like since people were using Snapchat on a regular basis. I think it's probably the best way to put it. Um, Joey, how does Maybe it feel to be back? Do you, do, you, I mean, do you feel that you feel good back in the saddle? Yeah, I, I do. It feels good. You know, there's something about blogging the boys that just always feels like home. You know, you and I joked that um that the my son is my profile picture on blogging the boys at his, one of his infant newborn pictures that i posted it brand new on blogging the boys he will have his 10th birthday in five months so he it is uh, i have been around blogging the boys for a long time and every time that i'm back every time i'm around it just feels like home when you open up the door walk in and uh and sit on the couch and uh it's good to see bears in for the round table as well yeah, Bear is ready to, to mock. Um, it's okay, dude. It's fine. Uh, the Bears don't have to We're, take, we're taking too long. Yeah. Um, I will say two things here. First of all, Ajit has given you, Brandon, five points. Uh, I can't get them up on screen here. For the confidence. So good for you kind of showing and displaying some confidence. So, Joey, that leaves you uh, the only person with a goose egg uh, to start. Uh, that being said, the internet was a very different time a long time ago. Um, and so uh, it feels kind of nice to have some old, some new as we move forward here towards another draft. Uh, I do want to say Tony and Brandon, but Joey both support the Boston Red Sox. And I don't know for a fact, but I think that that is a Houston Astros cap that Joey is wearing. Oh, it um, is. It is most definitely so. a Houston Astros World Series hat. Uh, so it is a, a two on two sort of situation here, uh, fellas. Um, so, you know, sucks to suck, uh, I guess. But um, <laughs> hey, uh, it is what it is. All right, let's go ahead and let's get started. We are going to be using Pro Football Network's simulator. Uh, it is kind of the cleanest for what we want to do, I think. Uh, we're going to put ourselves at the top here. We're going to go seven rounds. We're only going to control the Dallas Cowboys. Tomorrow on Wednesday, uh, myself and Brandon Lee Gotten from Bleeding Green Nation, he and I did a mock where we controlled all four NFC East teams. We only did the first three rounds, though, so be on the lookout for that. Also, if you want more content, earlier today on Tuesday, I sat down with Brian Brzee, uh, Clemson defensive tackle. That interview is here on the YouTube channel and the podcast network as well. And we are slated on Wednesday to speak with Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba and Boston College wide receiver Tony Zay Flowers. So we'll see if any of them wind up in the Cowboys' hands tonight. Um, are you all ready for me to start? Does anybody have any any qualms? Anything they want to say now? Rock and roll, baby. Okay, I will say this, that we are going to time this. Joey uh, chided me as we, said, or we started this. Um, we're going to go every round is going to be held to the same limitations that each NFL team is. So we've got 10 minutes in the first round, seven in the second, five in the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round. And in the seventh, I don't know why I wrote seven. We only have four minutes to work with. So uh, everybody understand the rules. Tony, you're the one who always complains. You good? I'm not a complainer. I'm good to go. <laughs> All right. 10 minutes on the clock. Let's start. We are obviously um, 
I'm using my other computer. I made the same joke uh, on the uh, other show I talked about. Um, so it's a little bit slower. So everybody's got to kind of be patient. Uh, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud go one and two. Will Levis goes to Indianapolis. I have started the timer, um, even though the Cowboys aren't on the clock, but you guys got to lose about 20 seconds. And I'm totally fine with that. Uh, the aforementioned JSN goes to the Green Bay Packers. Um, Lucas Van Ness goes to Washington. I don't think any of us are like bummed about that. Um, Jordan Addison to Seattle. And let's see here, Quentin Johnston to Minnesota. So not a Cowboys player. Um, do we want to entertain trades? Is anybody in the mood for that? I mean, depends what the board looks like. Um, okay. Well, you know, the board is visible on your screens. I don't know if you guys want to look, but the highest ranked player at the moment, and these are pro football networks um, rankings, obviously Brian Brzee is the highest ranked player. Uh, we are on the clock. Obviously he's the 26th ranked player. This is the 26th overall pick. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are offering 42 and 45 to come up for this. They also want 129 as well. Joey, your thoughts? Um, if they didn't ask for 129, I would I would dive all over this because that 42 to 45 range is a really fun range to pick in if you're like me and have done 9,000 of these mock draft simulators. But um, I think tagging 129 in there winds up being a little too much because um, there's some guys we I really like in that 129 range that are valuable for some of those prospects. Brandon, Kevin has said, with this board, I would consider a trade. Again, going off of PFN's rankings here, your top available options are Brian Brzee, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer. You do have your selection of the top two tight ends if you'd like Kalisha Kansi's here. Um, other than that, um, Zay Flowers is on the board if anybody wants to make a passionate plea. Tony, you did tweet the other day that you would stand on the table. But, Brandon, this is your question. Uh, does the board make you lean in the direction of the trade? No, I'm 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 with Joey. I mean, if they kept if they kept our later round pick there out of the equation and just just the one pick from the Cowboys, I would I would probably jump on this. But you know, looking at the board and just to give you a heads up, I can't see it that great because I'm on a smaller screen, so I'll, I'll, you know I can see Elijah Cansey on there. That's so we're, we're I'll, I got you, Brandon. Don't worry, we'll describe it to you. All right, perfect. And you can just so feel can, it with your heart too. Yeah. So. So, I, I mean, I see Kalijah Cansey, and you guys, and, and Joey, I, I don't know if you've seen a lot of the content uh, on our network with uh, how I feel about tight ends in the first round. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to go tight end uh, as much as I, you know, as much as I like, I like Mayer the best. Kincaid for me, I just, you know, I, I, I don't think he's as good as, uh, as Mayer in my book. But looking at this board, I really, I, I got to take, I got to take the, the potential Aaron Donald clone here and, and, and bring him inside, you know, inside of that defensive line and can bring him to Dallas. I love that pick. He, I can't believe he's here. I, I, I figured he'd be in the, I, I figured he'd be gone in the top, maybe top 15, top 20. So that's good value. I, I take him right here and then, Send that card in as quick as possible. So that is your vote, uh, Brandon. Uh, Brian says in the chat that Kansi should be the only option here, so agrees with you. Um, Tony, I'm going to give you your moment to make a, a plea for Zay Flowers in just a second. Um, but Joey, Brandon mentioned that he hates tight ends. It was actually after the tight end roundtable that I hosted that you guys were a part of that Joey hit me up and said, hey, I want to be on the next roundtable. So Joey is very well aware of your disdain for the position, Brandon. Um, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 I don't dislike the tight ends. No, I you hate them all. You think it should be relegated. I'm okay with a second or third round, you know, past that. There's a guy that I like, Payne, uh, Payne Durham out of, of Purdue. 
fourth, fifth round or later. We're I'd at like three and a half minutes, Brandon. We got to conserve the time here. Let's take a look. <laughs> All right, at, my bad. Go ahead, uh, go ahead. So Kevin has noted there are three offers. Let's take a look at the other two. Let me get them up on screen here. Kevin beat me to it. The Las Vegas Raiders have offered pick 38 and Josh Jacobs, who is on the franchise tag as well, has not signed it, unlike Tony Pollard. Pick 90, though, is something they want. I think we can all scoff at this. This is dumb, right? Um, Okay. Uh, And finally, the Denver Broncos are offering 67, 68, and Cortland Sutton. So that does kind of solve the wide receiver conundrum just a bit. Um, Obviously, Cortland Sutton... um, think is in a contract year uh, for the Broncos. So there's some matters there at play that aren't necessarily super easy. Uh, we've talked about a different Denver Broncos wide receiver potentially being a trade talker for the Cowboys in the past and Jerry Judy. Um, Tony, I'll set you up here then. Uh, this is the, the offer from the Denver Broncos. A, does this interest you at all? We're at four and a half minutes. B, is Zay Flowers the pick right now in your mind? And if so, why? You know, I, I said I would stand on the table for Zay Flowers, and, and Ooh, I mean that. I love the play. I love the player. I love the guy. I, I really do think he's going to be a stud. But I mean, if you're looking at in the, this board and how it's presented here, I know, you know, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, you know, there's guys on this board, Will McDonald, um, you know, like I said, Zay Flowers, um, I would be interested in a trade back. Now, obviously nothing here presents itself in like a manner that makes me comfortable because I would hope five minutes. Still- still stay in the first round, right? If I can get to 31 and or 31, 30, whatever, and just move back a little bit, I'd feel a lot better about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- I think there's a real argument to make. And if I had more time, I'd probably would slam the table for Zay Flowers here, but there are some worthy picks in front of him. Okay, quickly. Does anybody like any of the trade offers enough to where you feel like that's the direction we have to go? Or we can, we can veto all the trades. We're all good with that. We're going to, we're going to pick. Yeah. Okay. Let's get out of here. Uh, get out of here, you losers. So we are going to pick. Uh, we have established that. So I think the options bear. It's totally fine. We have four and a half minutes. You're ruining the vibe. Uh, Brian Brzee, Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, Kalisha Cansey, and Zay Flowers, I think, are the option. Brandon, we know how you feel. Joey, who do you think it should be? Because Tony didn't outline who he wants it to be necessarily. Yeah, I think part of it becomes a, are we doing what we would like to do or what we think they would like to do in this scenario? Because if it's what we would like to do, I think you have a, a really good argument of taking Kalijah Kansi here. If it's what they want to do, I would really strongly feel, I don't even think Kalijah Kansi would, I'll say it this way. We, we all know Will McClay is a little bit of a size queen. He likes his big players. He likes his long players. They spent a lot of time at the pre-draft uh, press conference talking about that. So I don't know that they would consider Kalijah Kansi here, even if I would or Brandon Wood, or a lot of us would. Um, one guy that we haven't mentioned, if they don't go offense, if, if it's what they're going to do, they would probably take Michael Mayer. Um, if we think they would go offense, but we don't want to take Michael Mayer, I think Zay Flowers is probably the guy. But if we don't necessarily love the offensive options, I think they would take Will McDonald here from Iowa State. Okay, so Joey has spoken. We've got it, I guess – one and a half votes for Kansi because Joey's kind of, you know, half in, not that you're half in from a personal standpoint, Joey, but just from a practicality one. So Tony, um, what do you want to do? What, I mean, what, what's, what's the, what's your thought process here? You haven't stood on the table for anybody, Tony, you're under the table right now. We have less than three minutes to go. Yeah. Give me, give me clarity. Are we, are we picking here what we think they'll do or what I Guys, would do? Look, I can't hold your hand through the whole thing. Somebody's going <laughs> to win the round table. I need one of you to step up and be a champion here. Okay. Well, Kansi, come on. I th- I think that if this pos- position was presented to the Cowboys, it would be Michael Mayer. I agree with I agree with them okay. as if much as I don't want it now. to be. But I think right. if if it's a what we think they would do, 
Michael Mayer is probably the pick here. I, although, you know, you hear that they, they may like Kincaid a little bit more. I think, I think Jerry Jones would just feel way too comfortable with them talking about Michael Mayer being Jason Witten. Okay, so question here, yep. and your answer cannot be Cansey. It sounds like we're going to take Michael Mayer. We have a minute and 10 seconds left to turn this thing. Actually, we have uh, two minutes and 10 seconds left. So, you know, everybody take a deep breath. Um, I read the clock wrong. Um, that being said, who is the player, the non-Cansey player, that we are going to be upset about when, when we get to the second round in a moment here, we're going to be like, damn it. You know, we messed up. We should have taken X because we're sitting here and now we're screwed. Who is that player? Tony. I mean, I, I would, I would have an argument for Anton Harrison here too. I mean, if they, if I, I know that they value offensive line play and I know he's a guy that a, a lot of scouts and people really uh, in, are intrigued by his game. So I wonder if that somebody will be kicking ourselves. If we uh, look past that 90 seconds, Brandon, who is the non cancy player that we're going to be kicking ourselves about in a moment? Will McDonald. Okay. That was simple. Good. That's a few points for Brandon. Joey, who is the non cancy player that we're going to be like, oh, we should have listened to Brandon. Yeah, I think it's Will McDonald. Okay, so there's some consensus that Will McDonald um, is going to be the player that we're most aching about. There's some consensus that Michael Mayer is the pick that makes the most logical sense from both a, like, that is cool standpoint and a, that's probably what the Cowboys are actually going to do standpoint. We have a minute left to kind of dance and figure this out. Are we all in agreement that Michael Mayer is the pick that we should make here, given all the context? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think so. All right. We got... 46 seconds left. So pretty good. You know what I mean? That's it's worth bragging about. Michael Mayer is the pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Anton Harrison went the next pick. Tony to the Buffalo Bills. Zay Flowers to the New Orleans Saints. Cam Smith to the Eagles. And the Browns traded up uh, at 31 to get Will McDonald. So let's see here. We are now moving on in the second round. Osiris Torrance, who we didn't even talk about, went to the Rams at 36. Hendon Hooker goes to the Titans at 41. Uh, that would certainly be interesting. Dalton Kincaid at 43. Uh, so it took, what, 17 picks for another tight end to go off the board here. Josh Downs to the Patriots at 46. Um, I have not seen Steve Avila go. Um, that might be setting us up here. Uh, I don't want to count our chickens or anything. Jack Campbell goes to the Jaguars. The Cowboys are on the clock now here. Oh, let me stop this over here. So now we have... Uh, I'm doing a lot of things at once. This is a really hectic thing. Seven minutes. Uh, so let's go. Uh, Joey, you are up first here. Michael Mayer is already in our draft class. Our top options based on PFN's draft board, John Michael Schmitz, because Brandon, I know you're on a tiny screen. Drew Sanders, Keon White, Joe Tipman, Steve Avila, Sidney Brown. Some of these obviously don't make sense. Um, I think that right off the bat, I don't want to ruin it, Joey, but Steve Avila is the pick that makes the most sense here for the Cowboys. Yeah, I think that he's the guy who, you know, meets the the combination of value, some need, both immediate and long term on the offensive line interior. Um, what you know, a name we've heard they really like a lot that I I couldn't I couldn't see as all the names went by that is probably still available is Mingo out of Ole Miss that they really like and would consider here. But I think it's one of those things where if Avila's there, they're probably taking him and they'll work, they'll come back to wide receiver later just because the value there is too great. We've seen them do that with other things before where they, they wind up getting a guy in the third or fourth round that they say they would have considered in the second, if the value hadn't been so good. Um, so I bet, I, I think if going back to what they would probably do, they probably would feel great if they came out of this with a really solid interior offensive lineman and a tight end that at least sets a really high floor for the position for them for a long time. Tony Catalina. 
Yeah, I think I think Joey's right on the money there. I mean, I wrote an article on, on Blogging the Boys talking about how I think this is going to be a really offensive forward draft. And I think if they're able to hammer out a tight end and solidify the left guard spot, the Cowboys feel really good about that. Me personally, I think that is the right pick, but I would also give a second thought to Drew Sanders. I know that that guy, um, he's, a, he's a playmaker. I know his position kind of hurts him um, being off the ball linebacker, but if they think they can use him in a similar fashion, I know he's being compared unfairly to Micah Parsons and I think everybody's going to be unfairly compared to that guy, but I would take a second to look at Drew Sanders, but ultimately they're going to make Steve Avila the pick. Omar says that Sanders is hard to not pick. Uh, Brandon, so quickly, just yes or no, do you agree that Steve Avila is the pick? Because I have a follow-up question. Yes, if we don't do a trade, if there's not a good trade offer. Well, we didn't have one, so, you know, there's that. Um, So that being said, do you regret going Michael Mayer at this point? Brandon, now that we know in this world that Steve Avila is available, or do you feel con- you know high level of conviction in what you did? Like, hey, that was right. Look at us. We're going to walk away from this thing after the early part of Friday night. We have found two starters on the offensive side of the ball. We have made what is already a very good thing even better. Yeah, I, I like Avila. He's a he's a heck of a player, and and, and to me, I, I, I'm surprised he wouldn't go maybe in the top first, like the first half of the second round. I think he's that good. I think he's a top forty player. I, that's just where I have him. So getting him here in the, in the late fifties, this is the perfect pick. You could you couldn't draw it up any better. If the Cowboys can get him here at the at the end of the second round, it's it's a home run. If if this board fell like this, I think I think the Cowboys will entertain trade offers just to see. But I think they're going to hand in the card for him very easily, very quickly. Joey Bryan says that this board is so unrealistic and that we should pick for every team up to round three. Um, we don't have that much time, Brian. You know, everybody's got places to be. You know what I mean? That's all. You know, the new episode of Ted Lasso's out. You know, we we got, <laughs> got to get to that later on tonight. Uh, but that being said, Joey, I guess on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being super likely, how likely would you say this particular situation is for the Cowboys? All other factors, not necessarily, you know, real, that Michael Mayer is in their pocket and that Steve Avila is an available option for them at 58. I think there's a lot of talk for Cowboys fans specifically. There's a lot of P's and F's in the wrong spot in that statement um, about Steve Avila in the first round. But almost none of the major draft outlets at this point are talking about him any higher than about the late 30s or 40s at this point. And we've seen before, and we have a perfect example now for the Cowboys to go back to 2020, if you did a mock draft simulator and CeeDee Lamb was there when the Cowboys picked, you started the mock draft over because you said, oh, that's not realistic. Let me start over. Or you just skipped over him. Or Trayvon um, Diggs in the second round of that same ex- exact draft. Right. Exactly. It's all of those sorts of things. These things exist to create different scenarios. What this has proven is that there is clearly a scenario where uh, an algorithm said that each team picked 57 times and at the 58th pick, Steve Avila was still available. And so that proves that there's at least, uh, you know, a 20, 30 percent chance that something like this does happen. Because every year we talk about 60 guys who are going to be top 40 picks. And there's got to be somebody there at 58. Uh, Joey's talking about algorithms. Uh, Joey has a, a popular TikTok page in case anybody wants to watch it. He knows uh, a thing or two about algorithms over there. Um, so, uh, Don't Tony, TikTok, <laughs> Tony, you said Drew Sanders. Uh, so you can't say that. But David wants to know if Avila wasn't there, who would you pick? So I'm taking Avila and Drew Sanders off the, the board for you in this hypothetical, Tony, because we're about we have two minutes to play with here. Who would you take that is not Steve Avila, not Drew Sanders, again, under the perception that you already have Michael Mayer? 
I mean, I, if I'm looking at that and you're taking my top two choices out of the picture, I would I would have to take a look at, um, you know, maybe Julius Brents. You know, I would look at the corner out of Kansas State. Um, you know, I'd, I'd have a conversation about Keon White. I mean, I'm, he's not my favorite prospect, but he seems to be somebody that people are interested in. And, um, you know, it'd probably be one of those two that I'd be having a conversation if you take the top two choices out of the play. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brandon, Cowboys about to have Michael Mayer and Steve Avila on a 1 to 10 scale of success. Where do you grade their first two rounds? Our first two rounds, really. I'd say 7.5. It's pretty harsh. Um, I feel like. Well, we took know. a tight end in the first round. So. That's true. Joey knows. <laughs> um, all right. So we finished with a minute to spare. Congratulations to us. Congratulations to Steve Avila, the newest member of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So in the third round here, we are going to only have five minutes. So things are going to get a little bit more tense. Keon White went to the Eagles, by the way, Tony. Um, sorry about that. Um, Antonio Johnson went to the Bears. Shout out to our Aggies, Joey. Uh, Sam Laporta falls all the way to 66. Um, the first mock draft that Brandon Laurie did here on the channel, uh, he and David Hellman took Sam Laporta in the first round. It really upset the comments. Um, I can, so um, I can see that. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Jordan Battle goes to the Packers. Um, let's see here. Nothing. Tucker Craft goes to the Bucks. Um, Darius Rush to the Dolphins. Tank Dell goes to the Ravens at 86. Uh, and Tank Bigsby to the Giants at 89. So we are now... On the clock, we have five minutes to go. The timer has started. All right, you guys have two trade offers to work with. Uh, let's take a look at them quickly so you know. The Raiders are willing to offer 100 and 141. So you drop down 10 picks, also pick up 141. They want, though, in return also 244. The other offer, so everyone is fully aware, same thing for 90 and 244. The Broncos are offering 108 and 139. So I guess you could argue that they're kind of the same. Um, does anybody like these offers enough to take right now the uh the Raiders offer has my attention a little bit just because you're getting a very similar tier of player like I'm looking at the list of of 10 guys the top 10 guys that you could pick here and you know they're at a couple of different positions that I'd be pretty happy with winding up with either of them with pretty much any of them and then you add another pick at 141 that's you know, you turn around after 129 and have another pick. That's uh, that's pretty handy. Um, so that has my attention, uh, but I'm not like banging the table to take the trade, if that makes sense. There's some guys here that I'd love to take. Tony, Brandon, you guys want to do this trade? Do you want to counter anybody? Again, we're now, we're a minute in. We only have less than four left. I don't mind this trade, honestly. I, I think Joey makes a good point. I mean, just, you know, just, you know, from the board, I can see it. it you know, it looks, and I think I see uh, Israel Abaconda. I think he's from, uh, he's from there. Pittsburgh. I mean that's I mean that's a guy. Got, that's, uh, there's three good running backs here uh, for what yeah, it's worth. I mean, I, I, to be honest, the slide back ten picks, pick up another, pick up one forty one. I think that's I think that's a I think it's a good move, and you're still going to get a, a high quality player just sliding down by ten slots. I feel like Tony Marvin Mims is available. Uh, that's what Ethan's asking about right here. He is the top ranked player on the consensus board here with PFN. Uh, we have not addressed the wide receiver position. Um, that's not a, a you know 
lock sort of proposition at this point. But, you know, hey, I mean, that's part of the game here. Um, so that being said, we have now three minutes to decide. Does anybody want to counter this trade offer? I guess, Tony, this is your question. I mean, we kind of have, like, I guess a vote and a half uh, for a trading back. Do you want to trade back or do we want to pick? I mean, there's enough people there, like Joey said, that I could feel comfortable dropping 10 spots and still get a guy that we feel pretty good about. I mean, there's a few running backs there. There's a couple of wide receivers. So moving back is probably not the worst idea. Okay. Um, I got to be honest. I don't know that I really want to counter. Because, um, like, let's let's be straight up, guys. We think pick 244 is making this team. Is pick 244 on the 53-man roster when we're locking this up in, in week you know first week of September? No. Only if it's Derek Harris from Houston, but he's probably right. going to go earlier. Than That's that. what I'm saying. Like, you know, we've got this trade in hand. We are effectively just dropping back 10 picks and picking up another, you know, pick right up after that. We all good with this Raiders trade? I mean, Let's do it. All right, so we're going to take the Raiders trade. Uh, we've bought ourselves some more times. Uh, let me start this over. Goodness, great. This, I'm doing a lot of things. Um, this is really difficult. So Zach Evans goes to the Cardinals, and Marvin Mims is gone. So we did have to say goodbye to him, went to the Panthers. Um, now, oh, my God, this is stupid. Um, the We're not going to take this trade, guys. Um, but we yeah. are on the clock. So we have five minutes left uh, to work. The Niners want to come up one pick and are offering a sixth-round pick next year. They have uh, we're not going to take this. Row, too. That's fine. Yeah, um, this uh, would not be uh, realistic. Uh, Kellen Moore's team, the Chargers, are willing to give us pick 125 and their fourth round pick next year. That interests anybody? Nope. Nope. Nah. Okay, so we're going to pick. Uh, we're going to reject both of these. Um, so we are now on the clock at pick 100 even. So we now have three exactly top 100 picks that we're about to have on this team. 30 seconds in, uh, top options, Warren McClendon, Jair Brown, Tyler Scott, Kendra Miller, Kayshawn Booty, uh, Jartavius Martin, um, I mean, Roshan Johnson is available. Yes. Uh, if anybody wants to go that direction, uh, that's a very popular uh, mock to the Cowboys in the third round based on wherever you look. Let's start with you, Brandon. What do you want to do here? I really like Jair Brown out of Penn State. I think he's I think he's undervalued. I've watched a lot of his games over the years. He's he's a very good football player, and I think he'd be a good fit. I, 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 I mean, here's the thing. you got to think of the contracts with the safety position, I believe. You know, I believe contracts are going to come up very soon. So I think adding another piece in there, I think, is a good idea. And it's good value. I think Jair Brown is one of those guys that is – he's just a good football player. And I think I think he'd be – I think Dan Quinn would like to have that guy on his roster. Tony Catalina, what do you want to do and why? You know, I, in my mock that we did on YouTube, I, I moved back. Or we are I, you on know, YouTube, I, Tony. We're here. Yeah, We're literally my here. My prior YouTube, the prior uh, <laughs> channel we did. Um, you know, I, I – I waited for the running back and it kind of burned me a little bit. So I'm interested in, in Kendra Miller, but also Tyler Scott is there and, and I'm a fan of his play. So I'd be, I think right now, if you, you know, if you asked me to pick, I think I'd pick Tyler Scott. Tony, I'm not Tony, Joey. Yeah, I think uh, Tony named the names there for me. It's Tyler Scott, Kendra Miller, the ones that have my attention. We already hit the offensive line. They could go back to tackle, but um, the odds that they do that, I already feel like they have more tackles than they have spots to play tackle at this point. Well, so. I don't know, Joey. Josh Ball's going to play inside. Terrence Steele's going to play inside. Everybody's kicking inside this season. That's why they have to kick them all inside. It's because they have too many of them. Um, but uh, and so we already added another interior guy. I don't think they go offensive line here. Um, I don't think they would touch Keyshawn Booty. Um, so for me, it's and I don't I don't know that much about Jair Brown, and I also you know we're a hundred picks in and they haven't taken a defensive player, so so maybe, uh, but uh, but I think the names are Tyler Scott and Kendra Miller here, um, and it really comes down to is your roster better if you don't because there's not going to be a whole lot of wide receivers after this one um, so that are that are left. 
So is your roster better if you miss the wide receiver here or if you miss out on the running back here? And I we think are, it's we're at two minutes and 50 seconds. So time is kind of burning right now. So to go to the chat, Brian says Booty or Miller. Ethan says Miller. Uh, Kevin says Kendra Miller is my guy here and then adds Miller is a complete back will be a great compliment to Pollard. Kevin also gave Tony five points for Miller. Kevin is a big fan of Kendra Miller in case anybody is unaware. Um, Greg says wide receiver. Brian adds Miller, please. I got to be honest, though, um, I'm kind of leaning Tyler Scott personally. I don't know if my vote means a lot here uh, because there are still some running back options. Like if we just go from a numerical standpoint, like this is kind of the last wide receiver that I think we're all somewhat comfortable with. It's not the most dire need for the Cowboys, but it sure would be nice to have somebody just in case Jalen Tolbert really doesn't work out, just in case Simi Fajoko doesn't work out, just in case there's an injury, whatever the case may be. Um, so that's my those are my personal two cents. We're now at three minutes and 35 seconds. What are everybody's thoughts about that? Because it does kind of feel like those are the two players. Who else is there at receiver? I know uh, I know you threw, threw a couple names out. Who, who else is there? Can you go down the board a little bit? We talked about Booty. Jaden Reed is the next highest ranked player. Um, and then uh, we go all the way down to Jonathan Mingo is there. Uh, so is Xavier Hutchinson. I mean, as you scroll down there, I, there's a lot more intriguing running back names than wide receiver names. So if we get Tyler yeah. Scott here, I feel really comfortable about circling back and probably getting a running back we like in the fourth. All right. I know we're low on time, but like I said earlier, if Mingo is there in real life in this situation at the 100th pick, I'm very confident the Cowboys would pick Mingo. Yeah, I, I agree with Joey. I didn't well, see then, he was there because I couldn't see him on the board. I assumed he was gone. But Consider think, this a metaphorical pick then. This is the wide receiver. Insert whoever you want at that particular point. But this is the wide receiver that the Cowboys are bringing home, obviously, in the third round. So back-to-back years that the Cowboys taking a wide receiver in the third round. We all agree um, that the pick here is uh, Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah, log it in. All right. We are picked. Uh, we had 18 seconds to spare, so that was very touch-and-go. Wow. Um, so next round, uh, next three picks. That's eternity um, on the draft clock, RJ. That's true, um, but it was um, it was scary. I was scared. Um, let's see here. Um, by the way, um, a quick pause um, as we get to our um, our next pick. ESPN's Todd Archer uh, made the pick for the Cowboys in the ESPN NFL Nation mock this evening, um, and he went with Will McDonald at pick number 26. Um, he considered Darnell Washington and Sam Laporta. Uh, I'm reading uh, Todd's tweet. He said he considered offensive line. He considered Drew Sanders, and he did not consider a running back. But Will McDonald was the pick that Todd made. Todd, one of the best people on the Cowboys beat. So that is certainly worth paying attention to, I think. Um, okay, we are on the clock. Jonathan Mingo went five picks before where we're at, Joey. So sorry about that. Um, but uh, it's okay. We already addressed the wide receiver position. Roshan, Roshan Johnson is the one that hurts. Yeah, yeah. he went um, two picks before where we are at. Uh, maybe that is a trade-up situation. Oh, hey, the Cowboys hey smells- John Tucker's gone. That's a tough one for me. Mm. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, we have five and minutes. Going, and he's going to the Chargers, too. He's we have five Chargers. minutes to work. You have all gotten way too much extra time here. So the clock has started. Uh, you're seven seconds in at this point in time. Uh, let's see here. Tony, what do you want to do and why? Well, first off, I the running backs didn't stay like I thought they were. So we're a little we're a little uh, thin at running back than so I thought. You have the egg on your face. Like it happened to me the last time too. So I think, I think that sweet spot is trying to find, you know, either a third round running back or move up in the fourth because it's, it's burned me twice now. Um, Looking at it here. I mean, Tony, just a quick counter and we have limited time. Do you see a wide receiver here that you like, you know, to where you wish you had gone running back? No, I mean, I don't feel bad about the pick. I just that, that maybe we're realizing the running back will have a run in that, in that time frame. It's so I feel good about Tyler Scott, but you know, you look at running back, it may be an issue there. 
All right. Uh, by the way, uh, Kevin says minus five, Tony. Why would you have thought that it did that to you the other day? So you didn't learn from the past, Tony. Um, yeah, you know. You uh, what's the definition of insanity? Um, I don't know. Let's, but you guys are a minute in and you've made no progress. So <laughs> what do you want to do, Tony? Man, um, I mean, what what's there? I mean, I'm looking at Byron. I'm looking at, you know, Joquelin Roy, you know, Byron Young, you know. Nick Captain, man. Nick Captain's a good player. Yes, yeah, is. I mean, the De- Marvion Overshawn, like there's some. I mean, I'm looking at linebacker as well. This may be the first time we uh we take a defensive player, so that's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah, I think at this point, Tony Dan Quinn's on the phone in in the war room, and we're all like, okay, who's who who's the guy? Who's the defensive player that this is going to be? Uh, Brandon, uh, who is your vote for? You mentioned Nick Hampton by name specifically. Yeah, I mean, there's two names. I'm lo- you know looking here. I I really like Isaiah Land as well uh, out of uh, Florida, and I'm same same school as Marquise Bell. So maybe a little pipeline there, but I think you can get land later. I, I feel like in, in a real scenario, um, I think Nick Hampton's the guy. I think he's, he's got a lot of those tools I, and you can never have enough good edge rushers. And I think, you know, pairing them up with the guys we already got on the roster. I think he's a good, I think he'd be a good pick here. Plus, you know, we have that extra pick coming up, I believe. So I believe Ty J Spears is still on the board, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe we can, hopefully he, he's there for the next pick. Uh, Joey, does it at all influence your decision here that Todd Archer went edge rusher in the first round and that we have not addressed it? So Todd seemingly thinking that the Cowboys really want to add to the edge rusher group. Um, it, it doesn't really influence it all that much because we know that's a spot they like to hit over and over and over again. And um, I think I'm with Brandon. I think Nick Hampton is definitely a guy to watch here. And that that pick coming up at 141 is such a huge deal right now. Because there's several guys a few picks down, Isaiah Land, Overshone, uh, even Servicia Dennis, and then we mentioned Ty J Spears down there too, that having 141 makes me feel a lot better about taking a little bit of a home run swing on a small school edge rusher who produced against big big competition uh, here at 129 and know we can circle back at 141 to linebacker or something like that. Okay, Tony, the votes are in and they are for Nick Hampton. Um, do you have a passionate enough plea to sway us in a different direction? No, I think the, I think the scouts among me, uh, made a, made a good point. And I think uh, we can lock that in as a unit now for what it's worth. Um, so we're about to turn this card in, um, just to use all the nomenclature. Um, but the chat really does want us to take overshown. So I'll ask each of you, um, and the chat will hold you responsible. Joey is overshown going to be available 12 picks from now. Um, I'm going to say no, but the positional value of, of Hampton makes it makes it worth the risk. So the answer is no. Okay. Tony, yes or no? Uh, is Overshawn going to be available for the Cowboys and for us to pick here um, with our next come around? Nah. Brandon? Uh, I got to go with the boys. Same thing. I think he's gone. All right. Well, Nick Hampton is a cowboy. Uh, he's on the phone. We're listening to it. It's awesome. Jerry's saying who knows what. Um, so there we go. Uh, we are waiting. We're getting close. Um, the chat is going to have a, a field day if Overshone is available. And look at that. He made it. There he, he is. is. The top ranked player. The chat owes the three of you 
Brandon Clemens, Tony Catalina, and Joey Ikes a debt of gratitude because you got the edge rusher that you wanted, contextually speaking, of course, and you survived. And because of the trade back, we're now able to pick up the linebacker that everybody loves, a project player, some depth. Obviously, the Cowboys lost Luke Gifford in free agency. This is You're looking to replace those things down the line. Jabril Cox hasn't exactly worked out. Um, is, this, is this a slam dunk thing, Tony? Is this common sense? Do we even have to debate this? No, nah, I think it feels good. I mean, I'm, I, I, for me, when they when he gets on the field, is he, is, is he Devin Harper? Can he beat Devin Harper out? Because that's kind of the role he's going to have early on, right? A special teams guy, maybe that can, can fit into the mix. Because right now, the linebackers outside of Leighton Randash and Micah Parsons, it's it's young and a lot of wonder about what's going to look the future there. Uh, Joey, David has given all of you five points. You guys peed into the wind and didn't get wet. Uh, so good for you. Uh, <laughs> do you feel like we again? This is th- we made this pick a second ago, Joey. Did we not? I mean, by by passing and hoping. Yeah, essentially. And, and one of the things, our next pick is what one sixty something, something like that. Um, the, they're late in round five. They do love their round five right. linebackers. Um, and then there are also now, as we come back around, a few of these running back names that have started to come up, and the Kenny McIntosh and the Eric Gray and the um, the guys like that, that the Ty J Spears is still there, that there's a chance that one of those guys will make it to our next pick late in the fifth round if we haven't traded that for a, a Stephon Gilmore or somebody like that. Not to tip my uh, hand, but that's kind of that's kind of where I was hoping to go next. If we lock in Overshawn here, I'm really hoping to get a, a, a running back with the next pick. Okay, so then we still have – we're only at a minute 22 – um, so we have time to devote to the strategy of the next pick. Cause we're going to take DeMarvion Demar- Overshone here, uh, Brandon. So what do you want the next pick to be? I'm, I'm in line with the voice. I think running back is the next, next pick for us. All right, well, let's go ahead and get there. Let's, you know, we'll make this quick. This is the the point in, in draft coverage where things start to get a little bit silly at this point, like a thousand people have announced different draft selections. Um, so we're good to go here. Uh, let's see here. Um, nobody's going here that I think is like breaking our hearts. There goes Tajay Spears to the Packers, though. Um, that was, you know, just an option. Um, let's see here. How are we feeling so far, Tony? Like, what are your overall thoughts on the way this draft has gone for the Cowboys? I think it's I, I, aided by that trade back. It's really, you know, presented well for us. I think everything that we wanted to do, we've addressed needs, but didn't have to, like, overextend ourselves. Um, if this is how it goes down in real life, I'd feel pretty good about it. Hmm. Here we go. Coming up 176, and we are on the clock. There is no trade offer here uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. The top, everybody wanted to know running backs, is, I imagine. Is that the, the question here? Everybody wants to understand? Yeah. Or do you guys want to know other positional players? Running backs. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Again, this computer is a little bit slower, so you have to bear with me. Uh, here we go. Um, Deuce Vaughn is there. That's you know I, I have to assume that that's the player a lot of people are screaming for right now. Um, there are not a ton of like draft favorite names floating in the ether right now, Joey. Um, so which one do you want? Spin the wheel. Um, I think if it presented this way, um, especially if we go back to the all the positions board, um, I don't think they would take a running back here. I think they would take Corey Trice. The uh, the cornerback from Purdue. Um, he is the top ranked player. On he's the, the top player on the board. Um, they, he's a six foot two, 200 pound Dan Quinn special um, who is just mauls people at the line of scrimmage. Um, 
I think they would take him and they would they would wind up risking it one more time on on running backs like Mo Ibrahim and guys like that in the uh, the sixth and seventh round. Uh, that's that's yeah, my thought is that. Uh, Kevin has awarded you five points, Joey. He says the corner is the pick here. And Brandon, again, a moment ago, we all said, look, when we get there at the end of round five, that's when we'll get the running back. But right now it's like, oh, wait a minute, we're here. And like, why? Like, like we, there's no rules. Like, we don't have to do this right now. The the corner fell. Let's go ahead and do it. Like, why why wait any longer, Brandon? Or excuse no, me, why do it now? Why, why not no, wait you're a little right, bit longer? You're right. And I'll be, I'll be straight with you guys. And the, there's a name that I see on there. But we're obviously not going to pick it in this scenario. But if the Cowboys did not take Mayer in the first round, I see my boy Payne Durham sitting there right in the fifth round. That'd be that'd be pound on the table for that. And in, in actuality, if the Cowboys don't take a, a tight end, you know, up to this point, but obviously I don't think that's going to happen. But that'd be my choice. But I do – if we didn't take a linebacker previously, I really do like Dorian Williams. I think he's a talented player out of Tulane. But I – Corey Trice is just – he's staring at me here, and it's – the value is too good. I think he'd be a perfect fit for the team. And uh, I think he could help uh, kick Calvin Joseph out the door. That'd be really nice for us. Tony, assuming we go in this direction, uh, we've now kind of like lined this up very evenly. Hey, Mike, you got the top 100 picks. Then we came back three picks in a row. We handed them to Dan Quinn. This is a really kind of even Steven way to play this draft as far as both sides of the ball are concerned. You're not going heavy from a resource standpoint on the defensive side, but you don't need to. Right now, the defense is loaded as is. Right. And, you know, and if the board presented itself like it did, I know I came into this round saying, I, you know, I really wanted a running back, but it, it's it's tough to argue with how the board falls. Right. So I think Joey's on the money with the Corey, the Corey Trice pick. I'd be interested in, in paying Durham as well. I mean, I mean, never mind. Scratch that. If we didn't already handle it, I'd be interested in paying Durham. But for me, it's it's Corey Trice is the easy pick. And um, after that, it's kind of you know, picking traits and trying to find guys that fit your system. And I think, um, like Joey said, Corey is that guy for Dan Quinn. Great size, All right. too. Isn't he 6'3"? Pick is he in. Did, yeah. So um, congratulations to Joey, who led that pick. Uh, Joey, I got to be honest, has pole position for the roundtable winner. Um, so you guys have a lot of work to kind of pick up over these next two rounds. Um, let's see here. Um, I'm not seeing anybody go that we're devastated about. Um, there's nothing happening here at this point that is. Um, there goes Noah Ruggles, the Ohio State kicker. Uh, Max Duggan to the Ravens at 199. Watch out, Lamar. Um, and Payne Durham to the Bears at 203. Sorry, Brandon. And Deuce Vaughn goes to the Bengals at 206. Um, Going to be interesting to see what happens with Joe Mixon there. Um, and we are... On the clock. So you guys have five minutes to work here in the sixth round. Uh, top available players on PFN's board. Aiden O'Connell, Marty Mapu, Jake Heener, Javon Hicks, Jalen Redman, Thomas Nkoum, Muhammad Ibrahim. Uh, maybe that's the pick. Um, let's go. Tony, what do you want to do? Yeah, you said it. I think this is where you go go and get your running back. Mohamed Ibrahim is kind of my pick. I mean, I would be interested in, in Marty Mapu, but at the same time, we kind of addressed that already unless you wanted to double up, but I feel good getting our running back here. Brandon. Yeah, I, I, I'm i a Mo Ibrahim guy. He's he's a great player. I know he's a little bit older. He's a, he's an older prospect, 25 years old, but he's, he's he's a talented guy. And how many how many times do you get a guy this late in the draft you know, they had over 20 touchdowns this past uh, this past season in the game. So that's – he's a talented guy. But I, I'll be honest, if the board if the board leaves me with Thomas Incombe here, 
I love Edge guys. I think he's a, he's another talented guy. But running back for me, I, I think we got to grab, grab him before the draft's over. So Mo Mo's my guy, and I think it's great value here. Joey, I, I'll be the contrarian. Um, I think this is a pretty similar situation to the Corey Trice pick before. I don't think it will fall this way because I don't think he'll still be here. But if Aiden O'Connell is available at pick 212, he's a Dallas Cowboy, without a doubt. Like, if Aiden O'Connell is available probably two rounds ago, he's a Dallas Cowboy. Um, and so, and they, I also know they like Marty Bapu a lot, too. So, um, I'll be the contrarian just, just to make the point. I think picking Mo Ibrahim is a, a perfectly fine pick. Like, I I'm, I'm said it last round that I thought that that would be a guy that we could come back to. And I think we could definitely do that. But if it was a, if it, if we were purely saying what would they do with this board, they would almost certainly take the quarterback. They've told us they want to take a quarterback. Um, that's probably where they would go. But I, I'm I'm totally on board with taking Ibrahim if we decide if I if I'm outvoted two to three. It's not a, I'm not fighting that hard to get to get somebody to vote with. Them. Well, let's see here. Uh, Kevin offers five point five more points to Joey. He says it is the right pick, and the head coach likes to develop quarterbacks. Um, so. Tony, Brandon, did Joey sway either of you? No. I mean, he, he speaks no, with reason. Quick no <laughs> I mean, he speaks for a reason. What he's saying is absolutely, like, right. Like, the, they've told us. We can read the tea leaves, and they're not even hiding the fact that they want to develop a quarterback. Um, you know, I look at it here and say, okay – you know, you have a chance to upgrade the running back spot, but they, but they thinking they're thinking long term with the quarterback and see if they can get somebody in here to, uh, you know, to take over Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush's spot and and come in in a, in a pinch here. So, uh, it's tough to argue with the with the logic, but I still hope to get a running back. Yeah, how much time do we have left, RJ? Yeah, we have two minutes and five seconds. Okay. Hey, hey, RJ. You know what? I was I was just thinking that there's a there's a really uh, pretty decent XFL quarterback uh, plays for the Sea Dragons. Maybe we can get him in free agency again. Um, I mean, that's a different discussion. Uh, but um, I get Tony. You didn't answer. Did did you did you change your mind? <laughs> like you, so, like you you made the argument for both sides here. Yeah, I mean, I'm an understanding guy, but no, okay, so I, I let's, still okay because you're you're literally in the middle of them. Brandon's going Ibrahim. Tony's going O'Connell. Pick one. Lean, lean your physical direction one towards one of your um, your fellow roundtablers. I agree that Joey's right. They would take Aiden O'Connell, but I want Ibrahim. There you go. Okay. Sorry, Joey. You lose. Uh, like I said, I, I won't fight you that hard. That's for sure. Uh, so the pick is in. Uh, the Cowboys have their running back. I wouldn't say have the future, but, man, you guys – Tell me Malik Davis, you know, Rico Daddle. This is this is gonna work out. Well, now now you guys are so desperate to get a running back here in the sixth round. So um yeah. it's so desperate it took us two hundred and twelve picks. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth round is now a desperate round. Got it. I mean, yeah. look, y'all are the one who made the argument, not me. Um, RJ, good value. Ibrahim had over twenty touchdowns last year. You're not gonna find that value at the running back position this late. Aiden O'Connell is hanging on. I mean we we got a long time to hang here. I know, we, but unless we want to jump up, and I don't think we don't have think our two forty four left, so we don't have much much ammo to do very much jumping. But um, well, then we're done. Actually, if we don't have two forty four, we're done. We are. Yeah. Nobody, but, no trades, right? No, nobody wants to do any trades. No, plus O'Connell's gone. Wow, that's really anticlimactic again. You know, <laughs> so that I, changes we, it. If we knew yeah. that was our last pick, I think they might have gotten Aiden O'Connell there just to kind of wrap the, the weekend <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> um, 
Man, I really Tony, wanted I'm not going to win the roundtable for pointing that out. Um, they, they can go sign Tyson Bajan in, uh, in undrafted free agency. That's, that's yeah. what they do. He's, uh, he's a fun story. I mean, but the logic is there, Tony. I mean, towards, like, who helps you more now? Like, are you bummed that you, you know, you didn't land in O'Connell? Certainly. But, you know, you, you can't. You can't catch them all. You're not Ash Ketchum. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to live and die one way or another. Um, so that being said, uh, our exercise for the evening has concluded. Um, we've got uh, top to bottom, Michael Mayer, the first round pick of the Dallas Cowboys. Steve Avila went in the second round. Tyler Scott, because we traded back uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders, that was. Uh, Nick Hampton, the first fourth round pick. DeMarvion Overshone was the pick we picked up from the Raiders, so very much worth it. Corey Trice Jr., uh, Cowboys get some help in the secondary. They have some answers. Who knows what's going to happen beyond, obviously, Stephon Gilmore, even Trayvon Diggs' contract situation, whatever. And Muhammad Ibrahim rounds out the Dallas Cowboys draft class. Uh, Rick Ursolini wants to know the grade. Before we get there, what are y'all's grades? Brandon. B+. Tony. B. It's a solid B. Joey. Yeah, I'm with Tony. It's a, it's a solid B. Uh, I think out if we didn't have the opportunity to get Steve Avila at 58, it's probably a B minus to C, but he's at least a half grade to, to full grade bump there just by getting that value. He's a, he's a walk-in starter if you need him to be at one at two different positions if you need him to play, to play there um, so, at 58. That's pretty awesome. Greg says, I'm bummed with the first round. Me too, Greg. Uh, Me too, Greg. <laughs> Watsamata says, good getting... Look, we did the responsible thing, guys. I mean, like, oh, man, we w- we went to the dealership and didn't walk away with a Ferrari. What are, we're a bunch of losers. No, guys, you came away with a freaking Kia Sorento. All right, you need it. It's got high-rated success and safety functions and features for your family. You got to have car seats. You got to have strollers. Like you cannot just be, you know, this is an F1. You're not in, in, you know, on the track, Tony. I mean, y'all need to chill out. You got to live for, for the long term here. Yeah. I mean, I'm with them though. Like I don't love tight end, but looking at what it was there and what was presented to us in knowing what the Cowboys have been telling us, or at least telling the media and the the people around them, um, it it was the pick that they're probably going to make. So we have to be real and kind of accept that with ourselves a little bit. Um, I like See, the reason why I want B plus is I think I I really like the trade we did. We we picked up two quality players with that trade. So that's the reason why I did B plus. Just, uh, just out of, just out of, you know, spite because I don't want to tight end in the first round. There's no way I was ever going to get an A. So, yep. What? We're, we're just looking at the first round because that's where the highest level of dissension is here. Um, who was the team that pissed y'all off? I mean, who, who's the team that took your guy? Um, because we passed on Zay Flowers. You know, we passed on Will McDonald. But who's who's the team that that took matters out of your hands with who they picked? Um, we've got picks twenty through twenty seven on the screen because um, that's kind of what's a little bit fair. Uh, Joey, is it is it Minnesota picking Quentin Johnston? I mean, is that like what you're like up in arms about here? No, it's 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 one of those things that like I just don't love the let's pick another six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound white guy who doesn't run super fast to play tight end in the very first round of the of the draft, like. Let's throw another generic tight end in with all our other generic tight ends and see what happens. Like, if you want to take a swing at tight end in the first round, take it on the six foot seven, 265 guy who runs faster than all the rest of them and see what happens. But in terms of what they would do, I think we did the absolute thing they would do for sure. Tony, did anybody take your guy? 
I mean, as I look at it here as a Georgia Bulldog fan, and you know, I, I would love to take a look at Nolan Smith there just on freakish ability. I don't think yeah. that defensive end pass rusher is like a mega need, but if you got a guy that can follow you like that, I that's somebody I'd be intrigued to take. Brandon. Yeah, anybody if you make me choose from this list, that's the one. Right. Yeah. Brandon, I, anybody I, you're I upset with boys. losing? No, okay. Nolan Smith. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. He's too good. Wow. And that'd be, you and guys that are, too. Because the, I'm, he, I'm just going to be straight up. You got you guys are a little pretentious, a little hoity-toity. Oh, I'm so mad that we got all these really stable, solid players for our football team that's won 12 games in back-to-back years. Like, oh, man, what a what a problem that you guys are facing in life. Um, I like Jordan having... Alvarez bombs, RJ. Uh, you know, singles and doubles are fun, but I like watching Jordan Alvarez step up and Yeah, oh, but in everybody the, in front of him has got to get on base, Joey. You know what I mean? This is a team game. We're, we're building a lineup. You know what I mean? We're not finding one hitter. That's what we're trying to do right. here. You guys sound uh, like so... the Yankees. You guys do a lot of solo home runs. Good. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so I'll be Tony Quinn a lot of games. This is not the best time to like talk about the Red Sox versus the Astros, yeah. Brandon. I'm just I'm looking out for you. Um, so you know, maybe maybe wait a bit. You know, that's all I'm saying. Hey, you know, I, I stand ground. I stand my ground. I live in a Yankee household, so I, I have as to hear about as we as we speak, Brandon. The Astros are about to hand the Rays their first loss at home. So I mean, let's you know, let's just chill out a little. We have bit. the same amount of wins though right now. Just so you know, congratulations, Tony. <laughs> hang the banner. Hang 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 the banner. Fly the flag. Um, speaking of, uh, it is now time to hand out a banner. What a surprise! Tonight's roundtable winner is Joey. Uh, led the way. Talked us into some very solid things. Um, you've got a, a batting average of a thousand, Joey. Here on uh, on the roundtables. How did you feel? This is you know this, these are some uncharted waters. I would like to announce my retirement from the B2B roundtable with the greatest record ever in the history. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, it's, guys, it's a ton of fun, and it's this is always a valuable exercise. And I'm just glad that we were able to uh, to go through it together and, and get some different perspectives on uh, on what might on what might take place here in the next you know 48, 72 hours. Tony, are you at all bitter? Do you feel like you were robbed? No, I lost to a, a worthy opponent, so I have no qualms about it. If it ain't me, I'm glad it was Joey and Brandon too. Either one, I would have been fine with. Oh, thanks, Tony. <laughs> Brandon, are you going to take uh, the noble route, or are you going to throw one of these guys under the bus? No, man. I, Joey, Joey, especially, he's on the same page with me with the tight end, so I, I got to go with him on that. He made some good points. You know, to, you know, Tony and I, we, we, you know, we're we're the same page too. It's it's you know the Dalton Kincaid thing. So I'm I'm happy across the board. Congrats, Joey. Thanks for coming on with us, man. Absolutely, guys. It's uh, fun. Joey, it is the tradition uh, for the roundtable winner to designate a random noise that Tony has to make. Um, so I'd like something, you know, random that's within the realm of like audio possibility. Um, and, and Tony will make this sound as we sign off. Um, so it doesn't have to be super detailed, but something that, again, is going to challenge um, his, his sort of vocal experience. Um, well, considering that my uh, daughter's cat tried to walk across the top of the laptop a few minutes ago, I think we got to do something associated with, you know, a cat when it lands in some water or something like that when it's trying to climb out of the, trying to climb out of the water. All right, Tony, the challenge has been dropped. Meow, <laughs> Tony. It's not like a normal cat sound. Like End if, it. If you just <laughs> no, you just, you just did it a normal cat. <laughs> no, he was drowning. He was muffling. <laughs> he was getting muffled, like choked. 